0: Hello everyone. Welcome to the Grow and Learn podcast. My name is Zorina, your host, and I'm here today with Shauna Shu, a leadership coach and a very interesting person who uh, has a lot to do with training managers um, to um, training managers with their leadership skills using also um, something with pets, uh, pet management or something like that. There is something very interesting that I read in your profile, Shauna. First of all, welcome. Thank <laughs> Good you. Good to have you. <laughs> Yeah, it's good to be here. Thank you so much, and I love
1: the title of your podcast, "Grow and Learn." What What else do we need to do in life?
0: <laughs> well, I have another business called Heal and Learn. <laughs> you know, ah. you would you would need to go through that first, I suppose, if you need to heal trauma. Uh, but it's more for individuals, and Grow and Learn is uh, more focused on uh, people who want to grow in their career as well, not only personally. So uh, there's so many. Uh, tidbits in your profile that caught my attention. I'm just going to read out loud one of them that I just opened, which was on your website, that is shawnashu.com. And shoe is spelled S-H-S-C-H-U-H. So it's shawnashu.com. And on one of your pages, it says uh, something about mindset, a favorite mindset in quote. Count your age by friends, not years. Count your mm. life by smiles, not tears, John Lennon. And this caught my attention and I really love it. <laughs> so I just oh, want to share it. I yeah. love it
1: too. Yeah. And by friends, not years. Oh
0: my heavens. I, that means I could be quite old though. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't aren't you getting younger the more friends you have? Because I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I mean so so then you're getting younger, I suppose. Oh, okay, good. Kids, good. Right, because kids all have make friends with everyone, so everybody's their friend. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> Lovely. So this kind of uh, slides into our topic today, which I suggest we talk about. But of course, we can talk about anything that naturally comes up. Um, one of the things you're specialist on or an expert on is um, bridging the gap in teams or so bridging the division in teams in a work setting. Um, environment and so we see a a huge division in the world now and this is absolutely impacting teams this is my perception of it even if they're not physically seeing each other still everybody knows what their opinion is regarding the pandemic and I'm talking mostly about the pandemic but of course there are other topics that um, that can also divide teams but let's talk about this thing which is You know vaccination or no vaccination and the perception of the world that has caused such a huge division and is absolutely impacting the work environment
1: absolutely and so let's go you you mentioned earlier and you're astute because there's i use a lot of animal analogies inside what i do because i live on property and i've had animals my whole life and so i dig other species Mm -hmm. But if we really look at the way the animal kingdom's doing it and there's hierarchies, just like we have, there's the alpha and the omega. We have, we have different hierarchies, but in reality, what makes it work for a pack or a herd is when they have a common goal. Mm -hmm. And this is what we're missing. I think in our current environment, our current world is Mm -hmm. it we're, are you vaccinated? Aren't you vaccinated? It's, it's that, oh, well, they don't want to be, they're putting us at risk. When in reality, it's what is the common thread that we have that no one's talking about? Do we want to be safe? And then we have to look at a different question. What does that look like for being safe versus a judgment of you have to do it my way. Mm -hmm. And there's where the real ticker is that when you have a common goal, to be safe, or to do good work. And we get rid of all, if I'm virtual and you're virtual, does not matter what the division is? You and I are not even in the same room. So we could talk about our differences, which is what people do sometimes, or they come to the party already with their differences on their sleeves, instead of what's the intent behind this podcast, this meeting, this, where is our common goal so that, all the rest of it sort of drops us away.
0: Mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. Is that clear? Is that making sense to you? Absolutely. But I guess that's the hardest part, actually, finding the common goal, because goals are seen so differently because they derive from the values that people have. And so if the values are completely different in what people carry, then it's it's difficult to form a goal that means the same to both groups.
1: Well, it, unless... We're talking about business. Mm -hmm. We're talking about how we lead and what we do. There is a common goal inside a business. Mm -hmm. So it's an external goal that was given to us. Like if we join an organization or we have an organization, then there is a common, and this is what we get lost in. Mm -hmm. We get lost in the tasks and we have to do this. We have to do that. And somebody gave us this and we don't know if we want it. There's so many tasks instead of the intent for the meeting is for us to Like right now, you and I are on a podcast with listeners, and our intent, I think, is absolutely clear that we want to derive or give value to the listeners. So Mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't really care if you've been vaccinated or not. I don't care what your belief systems are. I want to know what you and I together, and this Mm -hmm. is a synergy, can Mm -hmm. do to add value to the end user. And so then... eh, if we both belong to the same meeting right now it's this podcast then we know like you have given it it's grow and learn so i'm here because i want to help them grow and learn you're on so it it actually levels the playing field does that make mm-hmm. sense
0: yeah absolutely so how how do you solve this for animals in the in your with your well, pets? How, how do you solve the problem of them not having a goal? Let, let's start from the basics. <laughs> well, and, and more importantly, yeah. animals always have a goal.
1: Mm-hmm. They have a goal to protect their pack or their tribe or their herd. They have a goal to, it's real simple. They're going to eat and rep- reproduce. They're, it's very, very simple. And since we're domesticated so many of them, they also want to please us and fit into what we want. So for animals, it's super simple. What's not so simple in the business world is this morning, I was working with one of my coaching clients and I love my coaching clients because they're all in because they want to learn and grow because they really want to become better and get a competitive advantage. And we were talking about an email. Let's just, let's go to the basics. And I, she was writing this email because she had not gotten the response she wanted Mm
0: -hmm. and immediately,
1: well, what was your goal? What was the intent of the email? And She hadn't even thought about it. Here's where we started having problems. I I wanted to get information from them. I wanted them to let me know if it had happened. But because she didn't really have a clear end result or intent of this, she made it a lot about herself. She asked three different questions inside an email to a busy person. So she only got one answer. Mm -hmm. And then she's confused because now she has to ask again. It's all muddied. And there's Mm -hmm. a division. And then we'll start, humans will start to give a reason or an excuse like, well, they're the wrong age or they're old school or they're too young to know that or they're a millennial. They will make up an excuse because they didn't get what they wanted when really the crux is you didn't understand or didn't know for sure what your end goal was for that, even that simple email.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So if we're talking basic, it's that. Every time you're going to... Is no, it, it has with, to. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, let's say that you're sending an email to your team. You're going to be as cluster when you're as crystal clear as you can be about what that's about, what the end result, what success looks like. Almost everything else moves away. Everybody brings their best thinking to the challenge at hand, if indeed there is a challenge at hand. I think that's what we miss. And I think that's why we're so divided. Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm.
1: The challenge is not what you believe and what I believe. The challenge is is that we could come together and say, how do we add value?
0: Oh, now we can talk juiciness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I guess it has to be aligned also with the, as you said, first with the individual goal before it is, before a common goal is created. Like if my individual goal is, I want to succeed at work, I want to, you know, move my project forward, be noticed and so on, I would need to get along with that person. Right. So,
1: (laughs) well, and that's the other thing. What a good way to add that in. Um, If we looked at it and said, my individual goal is my individual goal of being right, the right, the correct goal. Like I've got to get along with that person and they're not easy to get along with instead of, am I smart enough to figure out how to get along with them? Now that's a much better question or what do we have in common or what do, what are we both bringing to the party versus that? Well, I have to be able to get along with them mm-hmm. to what reason, because we want to serve clients. What's the end of that?
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. I'm okay well, with I, guess this, I, I guess we cleared
1: this. I guess we solved <laughs> this problem already. <laughs> Let's we move. sort of did. Yes. <laughs> and here's the thing, Zarina, that I like so much about the way I coach and just everything is once mindset, you had mentioned that once you're presented with a different way to do it, once you're like, is it, your question is, do I want to be right or do I want a right relationship? And you mm-hmm. answer, I want the right relationship. Well, then all these wonderful sparks start happening, and and you start saying, Well, there's this way and this way and this way. But if I want to be right, I stop all flow. I put my heels down. I want it my way. Mm -hmm. And that will not work in a business setting. It will not work for anybody. Mm -hmm. However, some people don't get that it doesn't work. So I would ask everybody, especially if they're listening to a podcast, you know something right now, they want to grow and they want to grow and learn. They want to. They're listening to you because you have value for them. So they already have that mindset. Now they just have to ask themselves that internal question. And it's a good one. Do I want to be right or do I want a right relationship? Mm-hmm. And there's only really one good answer.
0: Awesome. I can ask you questions around this topic, but I really believe we we closed it and it, it became quite clear. So though, there's no need to dilute it even further. But I wanted to ask you uh, what the the main topics are that you're discussing with your clients recently, let's say in the past two months, what do they come to you for? What are their problems? Because they, it seems to come in waves and touch a lot of people at the same time. A lot of people are touched by similar problems over time. So what is the topic of the day?
1: Ah, what a good question. If, if you don't know what's going on, you just have to listen to your clients tell you their challenges, right? You just have <laughs> right. to ask these good <laughs> questions. And there's a couple that have been coming up and I think it could be because we're living in this kind of uncertainty in the world, what's happening, what's going on, what wave are we in, that there is some hmm, crisis in confidence. Okay. Now, you have to remember that I work with individuals and they're at a leadership level and I love my clients, but to actually hire someone to help you or be your advocate, you have to have pretty high confidence. You have to believe that you have something that can be developed. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes leaders will bring me in for their top potentials and say, we're going to invest in you so that you can be better. But even when you're given this great position, you're a leader with the way the world's moving right now, even with our discussion about the division of it, a crisis in confidence happens. Like, I don't know what I, I don't know how to help my clients or my, I don't know how to help my team. Or, and so the discussion is around how do you set the right intent or mindset? And then this is a biggest one. What questions are you asking that produce better results? Because a lot of leaders are fall into these three categories. They tell, they tell people, they tell them what to do. They tell them where to go. They tell them what Mm -hmm. the goal is. They tell, they tell, they tell, they tell. The next thing they do is they sell. And in that same thing, they sell their idea or they sell their goal. Even if everybody's looking at them going, not a smart goal, right? They're selling it. They're selling the new initiative. They're Mm -hmm. selling. We've got to get along. That's a sales job. Yeah. Uh, The last thing that they're doing is that they're allowing people. And what that means is they allow a bad attitude or they allow people to be late or not engage on a Zoom call. They're allowing some behavior that the whole rest of the team sees And it weakens the entire team because the leader allowed someone to not be at their
0: best or not perform at their highest level. It reminds me a lot of, uh, sorry for jumping in, but it reminds me a lot of uh, child-parent relationship, what you just described, all three aspects of it, because uh, at the moment I'm spending a lot of time with my child and I'm seeing all of these things, you know, how to communicate on on a par. Uh, without having to allow instruct uh, you know all right. the time. of course you have to do these things but it's um, it also reminds me uh, of a of a talk that I had about family dynamics that are projected onto the workplace and that usually happens uh, whenever um, whenever there was a very strong parent child relationship that was you know especially based on authority rather than on um, it, it didn't grow beyond authority yes it yes yeah. yes
1: so beautifully said and a lot of times with my coaching clients particularly we'll use family dynamics as a lead-in mm-hmm. because as a new leader if you're feeling like an imposter or you're feeling like I don't know you have a tendency to get real busy telling real busy demanding real busy selling and and so as a parent when you're would you have to do it because I said so. Right, there's, there's no negotiation here. So when you learn a new tool, like how to ask different questions, or you learn a tool like a because tool where you give them definite reasons, go try it, don't work it with your family for a couple of reasons. Number one, you'll be able to see immediate face, you know, is it falling right? Number two, you're not gonna fire your family. I mean, there's, and, and they cannot leave <laughs> where, When leaders go in and they're being demanding or they're telling or they're selling, they're allowing, they are losing people and they can't figure out how. Mm -hmm. Because people don't leave because of money. They leave because of their leaders. Right. So, and the leader doesn't understand how to fix it. So if you fix it at home first by really either, what do I want here? And the difference is I want to be right or do I want a right relationship? Let's go back there. Well, with my child, I want to be right. I am right. I'm the mother. I know. Or do I want a right relationship? Which means I got to pull back. I have to take a breath. And then I might ask a different question. Like, let's say they didn't get something done that you demanded or you asked, or you promised. They promised. And instead of, why didn't you get that done? Or what were you thinking? Or why don't you help out around here? Bad question, bad question, bad question. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: First questions we ask. Why isn't the report done? Why didn't you call that client when you said you would? Bad question, bad question, bad question. You say to the child, you say to the person who's working with you, you said, are you happy with what just happened? Then they kind of stop for a minute. Mm -hmm. Instead of Mm -hmm. being challenged and confronted, they have to actually ask themselves, am I happy? And most of them aren't happy. The kid's not happy because he can see you're irritated. The boss... The person working with you on your team is, is not happy because they know they didn't do what they said they would do. And suddenly it takes it from you telling, selling, and allowing onto them to come up with a result or a strategy or a solution.
0: Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I'm just just wondering whether you can influence, whether you think we can influence other people entirely by changing our attitude or is there more inner work that needs to be done? Do you do some um, like additional energy work or what methods do you use to help your clients? Another great question. Ultimately,
1: it's being able to hold your mud. I call it hold your mud because instead of your tongue, Mud is kind of fluid and if you have to hold it, you really have to get a hold. You have to like hold yourself from bursting out or asking a question like, why, why did you do that? You must hold yourself. So if you can learn to take a breath and you, it's absolutely a skill. And then ask yourself the question like, what do I want here? Because when you say, why did you do that? Why didn't it get done? What were you thinking? Your intent is to be right. Because there is no answer to that question that isn't an excuse, a justification, a lie. Right. So if I can pull back and hold my mud and ask, what do I want here? Then your process internally, but more importantly, you start to learn. And this is mastery in, in, in working with my leaders.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: First, you learn you should ask questions. Then you're like, I ask, I ask, but you're asking pedestrian or low value questions, right? Mm -hmm. Then you start to ask better questions. And then ultimately when you get more and more masterful, you start to put in soft corner questions, questions that help them understand their part in this, because here's my definition of just masterful leadership. It's helping other people uncover or discover it themselves.
0: And the only way to do that is by asking questions. Awesome. Thank you so much, Shona. I think we'll leave it at that because there's there was so much value that you put out there. I'm really grateful. It was really valuable input. Thank you so much. So um, is there anything else you would like to share your website again? and Yes, please. Yeah. And mm-hmm. also there
1: is a quiz on my website, a free quiz. And then I can provide you also with a link. I have a ebook that has been very helpful for leaders called it's the three steps to overcome your fears and about Mm self-sabotage, your feels and feelings, because that's what I'm finding inside the the, um, marketplace right now. But my website, again, as you said, so elegantly is Shauna Shu, and Shauna is spelled S-H-A-W-N-A and Shu is spelled S-C-H-U-H. And there's a couple TEDx I've done on there. There's a lot on the website, as you noted, and some quotes. <laughs> so I welcome everyone. And they can also schedule a 30 minute free session with me just for clarification. I love doing that because as you also asked, which was brilliant, it kind of keys me into what's going on in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. So I do it as a
0: gift to the people who are listening. Awesome, you're so generous also with your advice. (laughs) I'd love to have you back on the podcast. That would be so much
1: fun. You're great. Thank (laughs) you.
0: Thank you.